following has been pre-recorded for your listening and dancing pleasure. This Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carney. The hundreds of just a like on Facebook or a comment or my phone's been blowing up, which is great. I appreciate it all. And I'm going to Mindanao to see some great basketball. That's because you're Doug Duda. This is Central Nebraska's most listened to all sports radio station. I'm getting the tuna sandwich with lots of lettuce on it today. (laughs) You like the tuna sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'll never have to fight you for that. Nope, that'll be mine. I will never have to fight you. That's my favorite. That's my go-to sandwich. Your flavor is? Yes. All of them? Yes. A little spicier, the better. Because if I'm going to bite into something, I want it to kick back. So, you know, mild, eh, medium, eh, hot, yes. Yeah. As much as I hate to get away from the award-winning last five minutes yeah, there we go. Yeah. Had on this yeah. show, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 and 1550 AM, and now 92.1 and 92.7 FM. You know, when you have this many papers, Jimmy, I don't know what happens to them. I don't know where they go. They just mysteriously disappear. But all these piles here went down and not far enough. I'm going to do some cleaning on my side because okay. I've got dates here that say uh, Texas San Antonio football. Now, coming to you live from the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. Need a vehicle? Think Midway.com. Yeah, I try to do toaster because sometimes I just don't have time to put it in the toaster. been a lively little show so far. Um, certainly been worth everything I paid to listen to it. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Doug and Daddy Show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you on this Tuesday where we've got plenty to talk about, and we're going to be chatting with Nebraska head men's basketball coach Fred Hoiberg a little bit later on in the program, and we'll also get a look at the state high school swimming and diving meet with Carney's Jane Varty and a diving competition getting underway first, and then see what goes on in the pool on Friday and Saturday. Big basketball tonight, Connecticut and Creighton, if you were listening to her at in our morning show with Damon and Robbie this morning, you heard a lot about uh, the lawsuit against uh, Nebraska fired by, uh, filed by former player Ashley Scoggin. Touch on that. We'll get you set up on who's playing where tonight for basketball on the high school side of things and some honors being bestowed to those around us as well. But if you would like to be a part of the Doug and Daddy Show, we would love to hear from you. You can call the Billy Jacks fan line, 888-455-ESPN, 888-455-3776. Billy Jacks Pizza in Kearney, it's the best pizza around. Extremely fast pizza subs and salads. You can dine in, you can drive through, curbside pickup, takeout, delivery, take can bake all kinds of ways to enjoy Billy Jack's 888-455-ESPN. Our number here, you can tweet us at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. You can email the net popper inbox, Doug and Daddy at ESPNSuperstation.com. And we are also up on Facebook. So a lot of ways that you can contact the show if you would like. Tuesdays and Fridays for now are when Joe Lenardi and Charlie Cream update their bracketology on ESPN and thought we'd take a look, especially since Brandon's not here today. Thought we'd talk a little bracketology with Brandon not around today. Nebraska men are on the bubble. 
Uh, I think uh, we all may have known that. They are one of the last four buys, which means one of the last eight teams in the tournament, according to Lenardi, which would get them a 10 seed. He's got them playing Utah State right now. Those are the things that don't really matter too much because that is the one thing that will fluctuate as we get closer to selection Sunday, and we'll talk with Coach about that. But uh, teams that are around them, New Mexico, Texas A&M, and Nevada, and then the last four in they have is Butler, Gonzaga, Seton Hall, and Ole Miss. So with Butler and Seton Hall both being in the Big East, you figure only one of those is going to get in, right? And then the first four out, there's Providence. That's the first team out. So however this plays out down the stretch in the Big East, they're going to be able to determine who's in and who's out because Butler, Seton Hall, Providence uh, right now, are in that five slot, three of those five trying to get in probably for only one slot. Utah, they uh, had a nice win the other night, then they bumped back out, first four out according. Even uh, Lenardi has St. John's in there. So kind of of those 12 teams from last four in to the first eight out, there are four teams out of the Big East. Creighton should be surely in, and obviously UConn is. That's who he has as their number one overall seed, and Creighton will be at home tonight, CHI Center, to take on number one Connecticut. They had a crack at them earlier this season, lost in stores, Connecticut. 7.30 tonight, Fox Sports 1. And maybe Creighton can get their first win ever against a number one team in the country. So we'll see how the Jays do right now. Uh, Lenardi has them uh, playing in the uh, Los Angeles region as the four seed, still hasn't been as the four seed, like against UC Irvine, Clemson might be somebody that would be on that five line. So that's where uh, the men are, and uh, we'll see how that works out tonight for Creighton. For the women, uh, both Creighton and Nebraska securely in at the moment, according to Charlie Cream. Of course, you got to keep winning. They're not on the bubble. Nebraska's on that eight line right now, and boy, if they could get a couple key wins, get off that eight line, I mean, we've talked about it before. In the women's tournament, you'd rather be a 10 than an 8 because it just doesn't matter. You do not want to be on the line where you have to face number one. And Nebraska's been in that situation a couple of times and not even gotten out of the 8-9 contest. That's where they were the last time when they took on Gonzaga. And for Creighton right now, they have them as a number six seed in the uh, women's tournament. Interestingly, put them against like Iowa State. Sometimes you have area games in those women's tournaments and they, they move it around even if you are an eight seed, they might say, well, we're going to bump you to a seven so that we can get you in this region, or we're going to bump you to a 10 so we can get you in this region. And that's where the men and women are on this Tuesday. And the Husker women are at home tonight. Big Ten Network will have the eight o'clock game against Northwestern. Hopefully this is just a game where Nebraska goes out, plays well, and uh, they should be able to take care of business tonight. This is a team from Northwestern that is eight and seventeen, three and eleven in the league. Can't and, and with that Rutgers thing on your resume already, you know that you have to be ready to play tonight. So I would be shocked if Nebraska doesn't go out and play well tonight and get themselves a double digit win at home over Northwestern. And then the men will be back in action uh, tomorrow when they travel to Indiana. So five games left for Nebraska men, none of them against top 25 teams, but there aren't as many top 25 teams anymore now that Wisconsin has fallen out of the rankings. Creighton 15th, UConn number one. You have Illinois and Purdue, the only Big Ten teams that are ranked this week. Purdue is number three, and Illinois is sitting at number 12 on the men's side. For the women's side, 
side. Very little movement there. It is still Ohio State 2, Iowa 4, and Indiana 14. Creighton women 21st. And uh, they had a lead at Connecticut in the third quarter yesterday. But 15th-ranked UConn scored 17 in a row to erase that five-point deficit and go on and win it pretty easily by a score of 73-53. to So that's what's going on collegiately there. For UNK, they'll be home Thursday. Tomorrow on the Doug and Daddy Show, our Loper Link, we'll be talking a little track because the conference championships on the indoor side are coming up. So we will run down Brady Bonzel to talk about that. And then for Hastings College, they just had conference track. They had conference men's wrestling. They're getting ready for women's conference wrestling, and their basketball teams go to Concordia tomorrow. And as we talked about kind of at length yesterday, big game, one of the biggest games in a long time for the Hastings College men's basketball program because basically a win tomorrow night at Concordia would assure them the conference championship for the first time in school history in the GPAC and the first time since 1991 to win that. So that would be really cool if they could get that done. And yes, they would have to beat Doan on Saturday. Don't want to overlook that, but Doan has really, really struggled at the bottom of the league this year. In our high school basketball last night, the Hastings girls season came to an end. 55-46 at the hands of McCook. They will be playing at Grand Island Northwest tonight for the sub-district title, and that will get underway at 6 o'clock. Northwest was able to oust Lexington. Also in girls play tonight, Grand Island has their play-in game as they will go to Gretna this evening and the winner of that will have to play Millard North tomorrow. Kearney plays tomorrow at Omaha Westside and that is a six o'clock tip. Now the A and B boys districts and sub-districts are out and uh, not near as much on the uh, B side as there used to be, right? But uh, as far as uh, what we have at York Tomorrow, York will play Lexington. That's the 5.30 game. Northwest will play Hastings High. That's the 7 o'clock game. You can hear that Hastings High game tomorrow night on KHAS Radio. We now know it's official, kind of like we had projected and was told to us yesterday. Kearney will take on Grand Island on Saturday night, and then Gretna, the number 2 seed, by just mere fractions of points will host Lincoln Northeast and if Carney can win then they would host Gretna next Tuesday night so we'll look forward to bringing you some more Carney High basketball so plenty going on there and then the sub districts are tonight for class C and D boys and their semifinals uh, winners last night for the boys included BDS Bertrand a two point winner over Arapahoe Chase County beat Broken Bow Harvard over Dorchester Ord down Pierce Palmer beat Elba Twin Loop over Burwell St. Paul was able to get by Centura 56-50. Hampton, no problem with Heartland Lutheran and Heartland beat Superior. Our radio games tonight here on ESPN will be at the C-110 at Cope Coliseum as Kearney Catholic welcomes in Gibbon. That will be a 5-30 start, and Minden will play Holdridge in the second game. On KHAS Radio, we'll be in Donovan, Donovan Trumbull, and St. Paul at 6, followed by Adams Central and Wood River. Those uh, could be some really competitive games, especially that second one. And then on the Vibe 98-9, we've got four teams with very solid records. Shelton will take on Silver Lake. Now, they just beat them in the final game of the regular season, so the rematch is tonight at 6. And then FKC foes Elm Creek and SEM will play at 7.30. Other games involving uh, teams within our shouting area at Fillmore Central tonight, Central City and Aurora. That should be a dandy. They will be playing at Fillmore Central this evening at uh, 
Ogallala, Gothenburg, and Kozad. That'll be the second game after Ogallala plays Chase County at Sandy Creek tonight. The Cougars have a 5.30 tip against Heartland, then EMF will play Thayer Central. 6 o'clock at Grand Island Central Catholic tonight. The Crusaders will be taking on Arcadia Loop City, followed by Ravenna and Hastings St. Cecilia at 7.30. At Amherst tonight, you have got Amherst taking on Hershey, in the first game at 5.30, and then a couple of 17-win teams when they put this together, 7 o'clock, Alma and Perkins County will battle. So that's going to be a big game there, and then the winner most likely is going to get Amherst on Thursday. So heck of a sub-district there in Amherst once again. last They've been in with Central Catholic. They've been in with Donovan Trumbull, so nothing easy for them. At Sutton, uh, the Mustangs will be playing Blue Hill, and Nebraska Christian will play Kennesaw in Axtell. The Wildcats play Franklin, and Pleasanton takes on Wilcox-Hildreth in Loomis. It'll be Loomis and Bertrand at 6, followed by Overton and Southern Valley. At Ansley, Ansley-Litchfield will be... Uh, taking on Twin Loop, I guess maybe we should say Litchfield, Ansley Litchfield, but it's at Ansley, so Ansley Litchfield and Twin Loop, and that'll be at 5.30, and then South Loop will play Sand Hills Valley, and finally in D2 at Lawrence Nelson, the Raiders will take on Harvard at 6, followed by Red Cloud and Meridian at Nebraska Lutheran, Hampton gets the hosts at the first game, then Giltner will take on High Plains, and that is a lot of the teams that will be playing in the listening area tonight, and then all the winners will advance to the sub-district games on Thursday. Districts for these winners can be Saturday, Monday, or Tuesday. We talked a little bit about that yesterday uh, as well as it's pretty uh, up in the air. And you, you won't know officially till Friday. You might be playing Saturday, and you won't even know until Friday morning. Uh, the Doug and Daddy Show brought to you by the Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, the best of both worlds in downtown Kearney. Every Tuesday, every salad on the menu comes at a special price for you. And get your favorites. Maybe it's a taco salad, grilled chicken salad, whatever it is you like, they're going to have it for you. Tuesday night is wing night at the Chicken Coop. Get your favorite bone-in wings, Cajun sauce, teriyaki, jack, just hot. Lemon pepper, Kate, they've just got so many of them. Try them, get them together, all kinds of different sauces for you at the Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill. And right now, their special special this week is chopped beef steak with mashed potatoes, homemade gravy, and Texas toast. The mushrooms are optional. It is uh, every Monday through Thursday while supplies last from 11 to 4. Chopped beef steak with mashed potatoes, homemade gravy, Texas toast. Your special special this week at the Carney Chicken Coop. We're going to catch up with Nebraska men's basketball coach Fred Hoiberg when we return. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. It's been years since you graduated, but your college team is yours for life. You can also have a Farm Bureau agent for life, and auto, and home, and business insurance. Imagine that. One agent for everything. It's that simple. 
So get a Farm Bureau agent for life. In Kearney, call Rich Peters and Matt Myers at Farm Bureau Financial Services, 308-234-4922. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Second Daddy Show, continuing on on this Tuesday, the 20th of February. Beautiful day out there, so enjoy it if you can. For all those that are doing the outdoor labor today, we uh, appreciate what you're doing. For those of you that are just standing there watching others do outdoor labor, this one's for you. TNL Irrigation Company has everything you need. They are like no other. You can save money with TNL right now, and you can have it in your field for 2024 by contacting Ty Yost at Sutton Irrigation in Sutton, Derek Wagner, Wagner Irrigation in Holdridge. You can go online to TLIRR.com and check it out for yourself because at TNL Irrigation, for 70 years, family and farmer owned, has provided reliable irrigation equipment designed by producers for producers. Those proven systems can be found throughout the U.S. and in 80 countries worldwide. If it isn't rugged, reliable, and safe, then it isn't from TNL Irrigation. Call your TNL Irrigation dealer today. TNL, it is like no other. Fred Hoiberg is going to join us here in just a second, but in case you hadn't seen this, uh, caught this turn the break, Bill Belichick is going to be speaking at the Nebraska Coaches Clinic this year. And uh, wow, will that get everybody fired up. The eight-time Super Bowl champion will headline as the guest speaker at the Nebraska Clinic coming up in April. So uh, every high school coach is probably going to be trying to find a way to get that done. Of course, Matt Rule uh, has a relationship with Belichick. Uh, Belichick also spoke at a Nebraska Clinic uh, when Bo Pelini was here back in 2012. But that's 12 years ago and a lot more stories uh, for Coach Belichick. So that will be one of the cool things to see a Bill Belichick coming to uh, Lincoln to be part of uh, the guest speaking list for head coach Matt Rule. And that'll take us to our Doug and Daddy poll question today. In case you hadn't heard, this just came down this morning as well. The College Football Playoff Board of Managers has approved a model that will guarantee the five highest-ranked conference champions inclusion in the expanded 12-team field and then the next seven highest-ranked teams. The dwindling Pac-12 had to have some kind of a decision made here, and it was made in a virtual meeting this morning. The vote was unanimous for the 5-plus-7 format to be approved, and the Pac-12 had either previously abstained or asked for a delay as it worked on determining its future following the conference realignment they're in with the Mountain West. Uh, Going to have to read deeper into this to see what it means for the non-Power 5, like Liberty was supposed to or would have been in this year. What do you think? Will the college football committee revealing that the playoffs will be the top five and the seven at large a good change from the original six and six that they had went with? Just less conferences now, folks, so that's what you got. You can't really count the Pac-12 and pick between Washington State and Oregon State. You can vote anytime on Twitter at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. We asked you yesterday with the uh, Daytona 500 being delayed from Sunday, would you get a chance to watch it on Monday? And I was a little surprised. About 68% of you said, nope, you weren't going to be able to watch it. 32% were all fired up. You can vote anytime on our Doug and Daddy poll question at ESPN 
underscore Tri-Cities at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities, and uh, we will see how that all plays out. But uh, I'm going to read more into this college football deal as it just kind of came down the pike here this morning and see what it all means. But in the end, does it really matter? We don't get to make the decision, right? Somebody makes the decision, and we see who can get into the playoff. (laughs) Twelve teams starting this year in the college football playoffs, and luckily there's 68 that make it into the NCAA basketball tournament. Well, Nebraska basketball, as everybody knows, trying to find their way into the NCAA tournament and doing even more. But Fred Hoiberg and his boys are playing some good hoops, especially at home. Took care of another one over the weekend, and he's kind enough to give us some time here on the Doug and Daddy Show before they take off for Indiana. And, Coach, sure appreciate catching up with you again. How are things with the Huskers? Yeah, uh, things are good, Doug. Good talking to you. Tell me a little bit. Let's just get this right off the board. You've been asked it. I don't know that there's an answer. Why the disparity on what's going on at home and on the road? It seems like it's mind-boggling the way it's been, not just for the Huskers, but for everybody this year. Yeah, it, it, the numbers are pretty uh, pretty uh, crazy across the board as far as home winning percentage this year, especially at the high major level. You know, the, the, the big thing, you know, when I look back at all of our road games, I mean, we've, had, we've had opportunities and we just have not uh, closed the deal. We had a 15-point lead in our first Road game against Minnesota, obviously that would have been a huge one to get to, to generate some confidence, knowing we can win on the road. Um, you know, had a double-digit lead in the second half at Rutgers. We lost Juwan uh, early in uh, in that one. I think if we had him, we probably would have found a way to win that. Instead, we lost in overtime. And then one of our better performances of the year uh, was at Illinois, where we had a lead under five seconds and, and got whistled for a foul. Uh, what sent the game to overtime. So we've had some moments. I think the biggest thing for us is overall consistency. And, you know, if we can find a way, we've got three more opportunities, starting with Indiana, uh, Ohio State, and then at Michigan. And uh, it's going to be important for us to try to try to get a couple of these uh, heading into uh, into the postseason, into the Big Ten tournament. Fred Hoiberg, Nebraska men's basketball coach, with us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Coach, I've been saying this for the last couple, three weeks. Everybody's so worried about getting into the tournament I say we want a team that gets to the tournament with some confidence that knows it's going to win a ball game or at least has that opportunity. Is that how you approach things, that it's more than just getting in? Well, you know, our, our sole focus right now is, is Indiana. And, you know, if you go out there and do what you're supposed to do and, and take care of business, then all that will take care of itself. But, you know, we still have some work to do uh, to finish out this uh, this season. But, you know, it's yeah, I mean, obviously, this is why you do this job. This is why you're in the business of it. I, I was very fortunate, <clears throat> excuse me, as a player uh, to have some success and play in the NCAA tournament and win games in the tournament. And then as a coach uh, at Iowa State, going to four consecutive uh, tournaments as well. And, you know, it's, it's a fun time of year. Everything else, it's a drag leading up into it. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that's what you play for in the NBA. It's to get into the playoffs after a grueling 82-game schedule. And, you know, after the 20-game Big Ten grind, uh, you know, it's nice to be hopefully rewarded at the end of that and have a chance to be in a position to compete for a championship. So, you know, I really like our group. It's a, it's a mature group. It's an older group. It's been a really fun team to coach, and, uh, and they play the right way. So, you know, I hope for them that, uh, that we put ourselves in a position uh, to where you're in that, uh, in, in that environment and have that opportunity and, uh, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm confident with this group. So we've got some work to do, but, you know, hopefully we, uh, you know, we find ourselves playing meaningful games in March. I would imagine one of the answers is to why you've been a little more 
consistent playing well as you got everybody where you want to be basically healthy. You have tweaked the lineup a little bit. Talk about tweaking that lineup, and if you like what you got there, if you're going to stay with it. Yeah, I mean, we we I've liked the way that's looked with with going with a bigger lineup to start. It just gives us a little bit more toughness. You know, the one game we did not play well with that lineup really was at Northwestern. And, you know, I think, Josiah, when you look at what happened in that game and how he's been since, uh, you know, he didn't want that to happen again, a game where he had no uh, no points, no rebounds. And I thought he really set the tone for us that next game against Michigan on, on our home court and got two offensive rebounds on the first possession, went in and dunked one off the wrong foot. And I thought he was terrific again uh, against Penn State. And Juwan, I thought, uh, you know, certainly was a guy that was, was a difference as far as energy and getting 50-50 balls. And, uh, and just did a phenomenal job for us. So I have liked the way that's looked. It's given us more length on the floor. Uh, Bryce has, has moved into the uh, point, point guard spot, and, uh, and he's, he's kind of learning a position, which, you know, when you look back, you know, we really don't have a pure point guard uh, in this lineup. And Jamarcus coming off the bench, I really think that's changed his rhythm and, and a change of pace guy. He had two really nice coast-to-coast uh, layups to help us take the lid off against Penn State in the last game, which helped us uh, against their pressure. So, you know, I like the the different lineups and the, you know, the jolt that we're getting off the bench right now, not only with Jamarcus, but with uh, with CJ, uh, with Sam. I, I think Sam's really done a good job guarding uh, the ball for us. And, uh, you know, I, I've liked the way that the rotation has looked. Talk with Nebraska men's basketball coach Fred Hoybury here on the Doug and Daddy Show as they get ready for Indiana and the home stretch of the season. Coach uh, Michael's got a couple questions. I know it's not especially everybody is uh, is healthy here, but he was wondering uh, what the injury update was on Eli Rice and will you be able to redshirt Blaze? Um, yeah, Eli is uh, he's making progress. You know those high ankle sprains are tricky. And it's, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's getting on the floor now. He's doing a lot of straight, uh, uh, you know, up and down movements. He's still not doing much side to side where he's, he's, he's got to be able to explode, uh, before he is cleared for any type of contact. And then he's going to have to go through a stretch of that before we get him back on the floor. But he definitely is, uh, making progress every day. Uh, as far as Blaze, you know, it's good to see him back out on the floor. He, he's, he's working his way back into shape. Uh, right now, he has been dressing. You know, we had a situation at Rutgers with Rink fouling out, with um, uh, with Juan getting hurt, to where it would have been nice to be able to put a guy in with size and physicality. You know, maybe for the last possession of a game, and we, you know, we got beat two offensive rebounds on free throws. So Blaze is actually available uh, right now. You know, as far as redshirt, we'll 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 figure that all out at the end of the season. Coach, you've harped on it. You've mentioned it time and time again, winning the turnovers and the rebounding battle and at least needing to get one of those. I watch some of these big boys uh, in the Big Ten that just look like physically they're a little bit bigger than what Nebraska has. Although, hey, uh, things have things have definitely changed in that spot. W- what do you do when you know the other team has got somebody that's just bigger than Rink or bigger than Josiah or bigger than some of your other guys? Yeah, well, when, when, when the other team has the size advantage, and you look at, you know, Cliff, uh, Omari from Rutgers, we had, a, we had a heck of a time keeping him off the glass. And a lot of that's the guards. I mean, our bigs are locked up with, with big guys out there with length, athleticism, and as you said, have more size than we do. So our guards have to get in there and really help go over the top when the big's locked up and, uh, you know, having trouble with that length. It's a five-man effort. When we do that, we're, we're pretty effective. We won the battle of the boards in the last two games, which is a great sign. Uh, we only gave up 22 percent uh, of offensive rebounds against Penn State, and that's the best we've been in a long time. 
And, you know, that's what it takes for us. And I have said that a lot. When we take care of both, uh, generally we win the game going away. When we take care of one, we have a chance. And when we don't take care of either, we generally, uh, you know, get beat by double digits. So, you know, it's going to be an important part of the game at Indiana. We, we can't give them, you know, free turnovers and pick six type uh, plays. If we do turn it over, we have to react. And we did a good job of that against Penn State when we did turn it over. We didn't give them free baskets, which uh, they're very good at converting turnovers into points. And, uh, you know, rebound is the other thing. When you give teams, uh, you know, that many extra possessions, whether it's on the glass or turning the ball over, it's really hard to win in this league. Is that where you're, I don't know if I should say most pleased or the team's improved, is that they've kind of started to figure that out a little bit? We've been better. We've been better. We've, we've still had uh, still had some issues, and, and the, the biggest thing that where we struggled is on the road. So you know we'll see. We did a good job taking care of our home court. Did what we had to do, and now we need to carry that over. The thing I was really pleased with: we did not shoot the ball great against uh, against Penn State, four for twenty one from three, and you win the game going away. So that shows that the defensive effort was exactly where it needed to be. So you know for us. Uh, you know, with this game, that defense has to travel. And, uh, you know, you can't always rely on shot making. And that was such a good sign for our guys to defend at that high level uh, against Penn State and, again, get some confidence and hopefully carry that over for these last five. Fred Hoiberg for another minute here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Indiana, coming up next, uh, give us the scouting report. Yeah, uh, great length, great size. Uh, you know, a paint-centric team. They really try to pound that thing. Uh, in especially early where has great length at the at the five spot. Renew is their leading scorer at the four and Baco at the three is six eight with really good size and you can tell he's playing with more confidence uh every game. And they had a really good win a couple of games ago at Ohio State on the road and uh you know just coming off a tough loss against Northwestern in, in a in a really close game. So, you know, we just need to go out there and, and execute our game plan and uh and hopefully uh stay in there give ourselves a chance and then execute down the stretch i don't want this to be a press conference interview so i want to throw a couple out at you you can be a little more loose with this on this one coach i just loved danny knee he was coaching when i was going to school and just after that there were so many stories that everybody was able to share when he was back next month any stories from when he was back a couple of weeks ago well, he was great. I mean, they just kind of handed him the mic. Kent uh, Pavelka interviewed him, and it was great just to hear those old stories of the old Big Eight days, really how he got hired, uh, you know, how he became the coach here when, when Coach Devaney, uh, you know, was the athletic director and hired him to lead the program. And those were the, those were the glory days in the old Big Eight. I, I was actually uh, playing uh, against those great Danny Knee-led teams. Yeah. Uh, Danny needed a home visit in uh, in my house in Ames, Iowa, yeah. and uh, he was a tough guy to say no to. He did such a good job uh, getting talent in here, and uh, and certainly some of the greatest days of Nebraska basketball. So it was fun to catch up with him, uh, you know, especially with the you know the history that I had, not only being recruited by Danny, but playing against those great teams. You ever hear Pavelko when he's calling the game when he's down on the floor and you're coaching? Because I'm thinking someday he's going to have uh, a heart he's attack. He's next to us. Yeah, there's times on the road where he's right next to us. He's the he's the absolute best. I mean, you know, there's nobody better, more passionate, and uh, you know, it'd be nice to get that that first NCAA tournament win uh, for Kent. I mean, he's been through a lot of ups and downs in this program, and you know, I know he's as passionate as anybody and loves this place. Uh, you know, more, more really more than 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 most. So you know, it'd be nice to help. 
uh, get that win, and he's, he's such a big part of our program because of how big a fan he is. Well, everybody uh, loves going and watching and rocking that place, and you've had even a couple of your players were back uh, for the games over the weekend. That's got to make you feel good. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's, it, it is. Uh, you know, we, we've been so fortunate with the support that we've had this year. You know, an 11 a.m. start, every seat was, <laughs> was pretty much filled uh, right at the beginning of that game. So I just I've loved the support. You know, it's been a fun uh, you know, a couple months at home just with the one loss. And, uh, you know, we need to close this thing out the right way. But we, we absolutely are, are very appreciative of, of our fans and the support, the help that they've given us in, in, that, uh, in that home building. Fred, I know coaches are always tentative about talking about taking it to the next level, but it looks like just in this year, that's where you're at. You've just mentioned you got to finish it out the right way. What's the most important thing to finishing it out the right way? Well, just, you know, as we always talk about, it's not rocket science. It's, it's doing those two things. It's taking care of the ball, and, and it's rebounding and playing with great physicality. And if we do that, then the results will take care of themselves here these last five regular season and into the Big Ten tournament and hopefully beyond. Well, Coach, always great catching up with you on the Doug and Daddy Show. Like we had said before we came on the air, it had been since you were up for uh, Nebraska Greats and uh, in Grand Island, and I know everybody enjoyed that event. Yeah, thanks, Doug. It's always uh, always great talking to you. Take care. That is the head coach of your Nebraska men's basketball team, Fred Hoiberg. They're going to be departing here uh, this afternoon for their game in Indiana, and we appreciate Coach taking a little time to join us here and uh, talk about where this team is. I know, and I, I guess you've got to be hesitant a little bit as well. I mean, it's been a long time. Fred Hoiberg's teams haven't had a lot of success until this year, and they're still looking for more success, so don't want to count anything for the Big Red, and it would sure be helpful, helpful. There's no doubt about it. To go catch one of these on the road, every game that's left for Nebraska is winnable. Will they be favored in them all? No, but every game is winnable. And speaking of favored, UConn is favored by 2.5 tonight at Creighton. Thoughts on that? What do you think, gang? 2.5, the number one team in the country, uh, only favored by 2.5 coming to Omaha to take on the Creighton Blue Jays. What a feather that would be for Creighton and bump them up another line here on the NCAA tournament bracket and maybe would see them again in the Big East tournament. Some things to think about. Well, Big Dolly's Deli offers Hastings Best Sandwiches, delicious homemade soups, and party trays. They are the unique home of a bazillion and one deli sandwiches. So whether you're getting ready for uh, watching some hoops or some hockey or early season baseball or you just like to have a good old meat and cheese tray or as we say the best sandwich around come in for breakfast come in for lunch after work go grab a couple four six ten for the family they're so good the unique home of a bazillion and one deli sandwich is something for everyone at home at work whatever the case may be two locations right across from historic duncan field and in downtown hastings as well it is big dally's deli 402-463-7666, 402-463-7666, and they'll get you hooked up with the best sandwich around. We've got the state swimming and diving competition coming up. We always like to catch up with Carney coach Jane Barty to kind of get her feel on what's going on as they get ready to depart for Lincoln, and we'll talk with the coach when we come back. My reality is helping my parents. Mom just got out of the hospital, and now she has new medications added to her old medications. Fortunately, we go to MediCap Pharmacy. They're knowledgeable, professional, and caring. The pharmacist told Mom how and when to take all her medications and informed us about possible side effects. Now that's a healthy dose of reality. MediCap Pharmacy will always make time for you. MediCap Pharmacy located at 27th and 2nd Avenue in Kearney. 
Did you know that in downtown Kearney, you can get a banner to show your support for your local sports team, a graduate, or really anything you want to tell everyone you're proud of? Copycat Printing has paper banners, vinyl banners, yard signs, even collage boards made out of paper or foam board. Come on into Copycat today. They're your printing headquarters. Their professional, friendly design staff will help you with everything from start to the finish of any printing job. Think, shop, and buy local with Copycat Printing of Kearney. Online at CarneyCopycat.com. Did you know that replacing the air in your tire with nitrogen could add big benefits down the road? At Carney Tire and Auto Service, we can help you get the most mileage from your new set of tires with nitrogen inflation. Replacing the air in tires with pure dry nitrogen can maintain tire pressure four times longer than regular air and maintain a more constant tire pressure with varying outside temperatures. From the starters that get you going to the brakes that get you stopped, trust your car and your safety to us at Carney Tire and Auto Service. When the passing of a family member occurs, too often loved ones have too little information on planning the funeral. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl developed their website to provide both information and comfort, etiquette, and common sense. Visit hlmkfuneral.com. The more you know, the better they can provide additional comfort and guidance during life's most trying time. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl Funeral and Cremation, providing steady, comforting service as they have for nearly 100 years. Gee, I really wish we had somebody to play basketball with. Well, you do now because Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Tournament is back in Hastings. Five-on-five action, March 15th to 17th. Men's and women's divisions with a four-game guarantee. Register now at HastingsYMCA.net slash Whoopers dash Hoopers. Deadline, March 1st. Join the Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Bash in Hastings and win big. Brought to you in part by Gary Michaels Clothiers, located in Hastings, Kearney, and Lincoln. Escape Ordinary by heading to Cunningham's downtown or Cunningham's on the lake in Kearney. You'll enjoy the coldest draft beer in town, happy hour specials, and great food. An outstanding place to relax with friends after work, on the weekends, or any time to escape everything. Plus, you can dance and listen to their live bands every weekend at the downtown location. It's a great time every time when you escape ordinary at Cunningham's Journal, on the bricks, and Cunningham's on the lake, Kearney. Daddy Show, Doug Uda back with you on this Tuesday. Boy, there's just a lot of interesting side stories. One of them that uh, they talked about on National this morning, and it's the Mike Trout situation where he came out yesterday, the highest paid player in Major League Baseball now. It's Shoei Atani. But they were talking about it just before we came on with Doug and Daddy, how the Angels couldn't find a way to win with maybe the two best players in Major League Baseball. And Mike Trout saying, I don't want to be traded. I want to stay here with the Angels, and I want to win a championship, which is all great things to say. And I commend him for it. I wish the Angels had an opportunity to win a championship. They're just one of those teams that you kind of go, eh, whatever. Yeah, they win, fine. They lose, fine. It's cool. Mike Trout's an upstanding guy. Uh, so it would be nice to see the Angels have a little success this season to kind of help back up what uh, Trout is saying, that, hey, we can we can do well here. We can win some games. We can be okay even with that other Los Angeles team uh, out there. <laughs> Doug and Daddy show with you uh, today. Glad to have you along because it's that busy time of the year where we just go from state tournament to state tournament to state tournament to state tournament, and we have the uh, state 
girls and boys swimming and diving competition that gets underway Thursday with diving and then prelims for swimming on the Friday and then the championships are on Saturday and Carney swimming coach Jane Barty is with us here on the Doug and Daddy show and coach it's great to catch up with you again this is the kind of weather where we are almost ready to go swim outside Right, it's very unusual. Usually, we're driving a Lincoln in a in a blizzard. So. <laughs> well, I think we're going to be sa- we're going to be safe this week. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Kids will probably actually be wearing shorts into the arena. I've seen it all over the place out here. Now, before before I get into this uh, swimming and diving stuff with you, I want to get some background because Lucy's been doing pretty darn good playing some volleyball and has got some great awards. Uh, by doing that at Augustana. I mean, you've got to be pretty proud. Oh, yeah, it's just awesome. It's great to be able to see her continuing to play, and she's leading the, leading the Augies, the bikes up there pretty well. How is she feeling? Setting. How is she feeling? I mean, like I said, she, I think, well, Academic All-District and a couple other awards out there. Uh, how much is, how is that actually going for her? What's it like on and off the court for her? Um, well, she's got kind of a really challenging major. She is like engineering physics and environmental studies. <laughs> So she's got a kind of a really hard academic schedule, but she's working hard both on the court and off the court. God, if we get her on the show, that's really going to increase the uh, (laughs) smartness level of this program. But uh, Seriously. Well, it was great to see that, and uh, best of luck and continued success to her. So uh, being a Bearcat alum, let's go ahead and take a look at what you've got going on uh, this week. First, before we preview State, uh, give us a little recap of how the Bearcats season has gone. I saw a little success at the conference tournament. Uh, what's it been like for the Cats? Um, we um, have improved a lot over the season. We started off um, a lot of new swimmers, a lot of um, kids that are just developing, and so we've kind of progressively improved over the season, which is kind of what I hope all the time, But um, and ended up right in the middle of the range of the hack um, and a State and a hack champion. So that's always fun to watch that. I haven't had that before, so it's kind of fun to see Reese, Reese Holscher get up there and win the 100 breaststroke in the hack. Always great to have some success because it usually rubs off. Whether it's a young kid or not, it can rub off on teammates and those that are coming up uh, in the program. Yeah, she's only a sophomore, so she has a lot of, a lot of growing to do. So she's going to do a lot of good things. Talking with Jane Barty, she is the uh, head swimming and diving coach for uh, for Carney uh, High as they get ready to go down to uh, Lincoln and uh, and compete at the uh, state meet coming up this weekend. You you mentioned the numbers; are they up, down, about where they've been for a long time? Um, girls are pretty steady. We're usually right around thirty. Um, boys, we only had sixteen, so that's always kind of tough to put together a really competitive team when you only have sixteen boys. So we have to figure out how to get more boys in the program so we'll just keep working on that um but we still are taking seven of those to state so it's pretty good to have that many making it to state out of such a little crew well and you look at the carney boys basketball team is having success the carney wrestling team just comes off finishing third at state so they're having success and i'm not sure that anybody on either one of those teams would be a standout swimmer or any of your swimmers would be standout on their teams do you have to go recruit in the halls or what's what's the next step to try and build that team well that's kind of hard being an elementary teacher yeah (laughs) (laughs) um it does look like we'll have a teacher coach up at the high school next year and so just having him in the building to be able to talk to kids will help out a lot I mean but like so many of these things like I've taught freshmen how to blow bubbles and then a couple years later they're going to state I mean (laughs) divers they just anyone with gymnastics background can 
um, succeed in the on the diving boards or, or people without fear. I mean, they just get up there and if you have no no fear at all, then you can get up there and learn how to do a lot on those diving boards. Well, you will have uh, just the one diver this year in Ian Hansen, but he has at least put himself in position to maybe medal for Carney High. Tell me a little bit about him. Yeah, he's been really consistent this year. I think in all of his 11 dive meets, he's scored between 380 and 385 points. So to be so consistently scoring throughout the um, season is great. So it looks pretty good for him to be able to hold that score pretty well at state. For folks that only get to watch diving probably during the Olympics, I mean, there's there's other chances to, to see some televised uh, world or international events, but that's, to me, about the only time I can imagine that people get to, unless they go watch one of the high school meets or a college meet, and they're not exactly packed, as we all know, but they don't get to watch it very much. There is such a discrepancy between the top diver in the state this year and everybody else. Uh, what is the story on Dave Hatt from Pius? Uh, how is he that far ahead of everybody else? Um, he's just pretty amazing. He was, he, I think, was runner up or one state last year. He's just, he puts a lot of work in the off season. His mom's actually his coach. Um, and he's committed to go dive, dive down in Auburn. He's just a really good diver. I mean, very elite. What takes a diver from just jumping off the board and not making a big splash to being able to execute and take that level of difficulty? Uh, up a notch uh, each and every time that they're out there? Um, it's really like it's just two main things. One is mental toughness to be able to get up there and do it and know what you're doing every time. And the other one's just body control. If you can control your movements, then you're going to be able to do that on the board too and control your entries and everything so you're making less splash. Well, it looks like uh, we've got some uh, Bearcats, as you said, a few more on the gal side than on the guy's side. But uh, you mentioned Reese. Obviously, that's going to be uh, one of the stronger events is the 100 breaststroke. Let's uh, start with the boys, and then we'll go to the girls. Besides Ian, uh, where are a couple of the events where you believe the Bearcats have a shot? Um, like, chances of coming back the next day, we really, like, the boys' 200 medley relay is ranked 15th, so they can hopefully improve just a little more and squeak in their top 16. Um, Owen is in the 50 free sitting 14th so hopefully he can keep going back in that Andy's 23rd in the butterfly Andrew Walsh and so he can improve a little bit I think he's got it in him you've just got to believe that he can get out there and do that and then he can squeak back Um, 200 free relay where there's pretty solid at 12th and so those boys should be able to swim the second day so um, backstroke Owen would have to improve a lot because he's sitting 25th um and then that 400 freestyle relay, they're sitting 23rd. So they've got quite a, they would have to do quite a time drop if they're going to swim again on Saturday. Jane, what about the gals then? Uh, what, what are the strong events for the uh, Lady Bearcats? Well, like you mentioned, the breaststroke's pretty strong. We got two girls qualified in that this year. Reese is sitting 8th and Katie's sitting 17th. So that's kind of exciting. Um, the two relays that they're doing are sitting, the medley relay sitting 11th and the freestyle relay sitting 13th, so they're looking pretty good. Um, we got just a few more other individual swims from the girls. Katie gets to do the 50 free again. I think all four years of her high school career, she's got to do that at state, so that's kind of cool. Um, Reese is doing the 100 butterfly as well, so she's strong enough. She's learned that event this year. Um, we've got Lizzie Black. She's a sophomore. She's in the 100 freestyle, and then we've got um, 
a senior making the 500 free this year. So that was kind of fun for Maddie to squeak in to make the 500 free. Coach, uh, I know this is something we've talked about before, but just a, a reminder out there, how many events can one individual uh, qualify for at State Swimming? They can only do two events individually, and then they could do two relays. Or if they only make one individual event, then they can swim three relays. So they don't get to do very many races there at all. What's uh, You mentioned the youth uh, is is this a, a program that uh, you you're kind of excited about to see what happens the next couple of years because you're so young? Um, it always is. We always graduate a few, but it's always kind of fun. We have actually a lot of sophomores who are competing this year, so that's kind of fun to think about what they can do for the next two years as they improve. Um, so yeah, it's always kind of fun. The girls we lose probably three of our girls who are going to state. So that'll be always hard, but there's, I think there's enough on the girls' side to continue to keep making us better each year. Well, we continue to watch and see and, and look for maybe that first girls' state champ and uh, maybe find another one on the boys' side here in the near future. Who in the team races, is it going to be the same as always, Coach, or uh, will we have a little changing the guard this year? Um, in, the, in the boys, I think prep's always strong. Lincoln East is strong. West Side is strong. So those three, I think, are going to be battling it out. And I think maybe you replaced Prep with Marion and then um, uh, East and West Side or Step. I mean, there's just some good. I think maybe one of the Elkhorn teams is really good this year, too. I mean, so it's going to be quite a challenge, I think, more for the girls' side than it has been. Okay. Well, Coach, uh, we'll let you get back to your day and uh, uh, start grooming those elementary kids. Uh, you need to have swimming you know, class instead of recess. It's just like 30 minutes of swim <laughs> class. That'll get them going. <laughs> we'll put a little pool at the school. That'd be great. <laughs> Jane, uh, thanks as always for giving us a little time to talk about your swim team, your diving team, and we wish uh, the Cats and all of our area teams the best of luck down there at State. Thanks for the time. Thank you so much. You bet. Jay Barty, she is the head coach, Carney High Swimming, and uh, that, again, gets underway Thursday with the uh, diving competition for girls and boys. The girls will go at 9.30. The boys compete in the afternoon starting at 2, and then they'll go with the girls early on Friday at 9, boys at 2, and then all the championships Saturday at 11 o'clock. And you can get there in your vehicle from the Midway Auto Dealerships, Midway Chevrolet Buick GMC, Midway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. As we've mentioned here in February, they've got the President's Day sales event going on. There's a lot of great deals, including if you'd like to join the Jeep family or just stay in the Jeep family. It gets us where we need to go. Love the Grand Cherokee that gets us to our ball games. 10% below the manufacturer suggested retail price on a number of 2023 and 2024 Jeep brand vehicles on the lot. You can find out some great deals on cars, trucks, SUVs, whatever it is you're looking for. If they don't have it on the lot, they're going to find it for you. And that's why they're there at thinkmidway.com. Midway, it's a better way. Play your best golf now with help from Golf Fit USA of Kearney. Our certified club fitter uses a state-of-the-art launch monitor to make sure you get the most out of every club in your bag. Golf Fit offers a wide variety of clubs, bags, shoes, gloves, hats, junior sets, and gift cards, as well as repairs, regripping, lessons from a PGA professional, and a golf simulator. Our goal is to get your equipment right for increased accuracy and performance on the course. Golf Fit USA, custom fit for the perfect hit. Next to jerseys, Kearney. 
The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clubber Lane. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. Offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs and all of a sudden you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Kearney, where the game and the grill are always on. Day it is. It's Tuesday. It's lunchtime. It's Taco Tuesday at your Carney Taco John's. Bigger, better, and bolder on the east side of Carney East Highway 30 at 419 East 25th Street. They're conveniently very close to our radio station, so it's easy to go get tacos any day of the week. And they're also on the north side of town on uh, West 56th Street. That's a long hike up the hill, but it's worth it when you're coming in and out of town or just want tacos. It's so good. Special price every Tuesday on hard shell and soft shell tacos. Get as many as you want. And of course, they're open seven days a week, whether you're rolling in for a breakfast burrito or you're heading home from work or it's a late night after the ball game. Hit the drive through You can even download the app and have it ready to go when you pull up. And the big thing to do now is to join their Bigger, Better, Bolder Rewards loyalty program. You can even get free food, earn points easily with the in-app QR code, scan at the register to check in prior to placing your order, and participate in their personalized in-app challenges to win free combo meals and so much more. It's even fun to eat, fun to get paid, fun to pay them, fun to get tacos. It's Taco Tuesday at your Carney Taco John's two locations on this seven-day week. You can stop in and get them anytime that you want. Again, tomorrow we're going to talk with Brady Bonzel. Jimmy will be back in studio. A couple of other special guests will keep an eye on Hastings College basketball. Really intrigued by the ball game tomorrow night, especially for the men. Uh, the women are going to have they're both going to have their hands full. We know how good Concordia is. So the women for Hastings trying to stay in the uh, conference tournament race and the men trying to win a conference title tonight. Creighton, can't wait. Uh, hopefully get to see a lot of that after our high school broadcast, and hopefully the Jays are in good position by halftime because that's when I anticipate the opportunity to maybe watch a little of the basketball game tonight. Number one, UConn coming in for the Jays, and we'll see if they can take care of business. Uh, we mentioned the sub-districts and all of that already. A little bit uh, on what the big story of the day was on Hurt at Sports. Former Nebraska women's basketball player Ashley Scoggin filing a lawsuit against the school amid allegations of inappropriate relationship with former assistant coach Chuck Love and 
all this is not all this is doing, but what this is doing is, you know, re-stirring the fire. Uh, and it's just, uh, however this went down, it's just not obviously the way it's supposed to be. Now it gets played out in public and Ashley still trying to play basketball in UNLV. So, you know, when this story hits, all of a sudden it's a news story for some folks out there in Las Vegas. And yeah, you just hope things, I, I don't know, the damage is done. What good can come of this? Uh, and I hope there was some talk yesterday. What will this mean for this year's Nebraska basketball team? There were some players on this team that played with Ashley Scoggin. There may have been some players with this team that were involved in the official uncovering, if you will, of what Scoggin says. I mean, you can go out there right now and look on our website at newschannelnebraska.com and check out the story. I mean, it's pretty much all laid out there in uh, in this deposition, in this uh, filing of a lawsuit that happened over the weekend. Amy Williams and Trev Alberts are named in the suit. Uh, and all the details that are like a soap opera are involved here. But the bottom line is, where's Chuck Love? And come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, this is the person that probably is going to uh, get off with uh, the least amount of uh, problems uh, because – who is she really suing? She's suing the University of Nebraska, not Chuck Love. We'll see how this all plays out because it's something that I think might take a while. And the next thing is Amy Williams is going to be asked about it, and you kind of almost hope that Coach Williams has a press opportunity, but she doesn't because they play tonight. And so you know she's going to be asked about it in the postgame presser, and you know the answer is going to be just like before. I can't com on it, comment on it because we are in litigation, and, and that's what you're going to get out of it. But it will be a question that hangs over this program probably for the remainder of the season as they try to just play basketball with the gals that are on the team, and those are the ones you got to uh, feel for a little bit. And hopefully things are going well for Ashley Scoggin. I don't know. I didn't know her. We never had her on the show. Uh, seemed like a really fun, good basketball player and bad bad things so we'll see how this thing all plays out but uh, just kind of the tip of the iceberg here for what's going on in this lawsuit uh, with Ashley Scoggin against the University of Nebraska that also names Trev Alberts and Amy Williams I don't know as a person in leadership what you do uh, because most of the times now because of lawsuits you just have to wipe your hands and say you know what I've got to take this directly immediately to the Title IX office or whoever is in charge at your university and uh, let them let them handle it. Tough deal. Tough, tough deal. And again, if you want to believe this, it doesn't sound like it was handled correctly down there at the University of Nebraska. So hopefully, hopefully something, I don't know what good can come out of this again because uh, it seems to me like the damage has already been done in a horrible situation there. Basketball tonight. Uh, don't forget our high school hoops here on ESPN. We will be at Kearney Catholic. The Stars take on Gibbon at 5.30, then Minden and Holdridge at 7 o'clock at Donovan Trumbull on KHAS. The Cardinals will be taking on St. Paul, and that'll be followed by Wood River and Adams Central. And then on the Vibe, 98.9 from Shelton, we will have four very good basketball teams. The number one Bulldogs, they have guaranteed a spot in the uh, district final because of their number one wild card spot. They'll take on Silver Lake. SEM will be taking on Elm Creek. And uh, those games tonight on the Vibe 98.9 get underway at 6 o'clock. So that's what we've got. A lot of it going on. We will keep you up to date on the other games in the area as well. And uh, watch Huskers and Creighton and see what else 
plays out. We sure appreciate Nebraska men's basketball coach Fred Hoiberg for joining us on the Doug and Daddy Show today. Also, thank you to Jane Barty, the swimming and diving coach at Kearney High, as they get ready to head to state. Among our guests tomorrow on our Loper Lake will be UNK track coach Brady Bonzel. Jimmy will be in studio with us later on this week. We're going to be talking about Fauner Park. We're going to be talking about Tri-City Storm Hockey. We're going to be talking about high school athletics as we do every day here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Enjoy it, and we'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to a Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carnage. Oh, darling, I feel like amazing. Don't make me do that again. Game over!